Gonzaga Nation SI continues with our coverage of the WCC Conference Tournament. We're going to recap day two and preview the quarterfinals. So uh, in yesterday's action, BYU had a convincing win over LMU 85-60, exactly what they needed uh, because, as we've talked about a number of times, they're still firmly on the bubble. They've got to find a way to get off that bubble, um, and they can't avoid any slip-ups. They need to make a deep run in the NCAA, excuse me, in the WCC Tournament. Uh, and the first step for them was to beat Loyola. So uh, Treore, the great freshman, another double-double, 15 points, 11 rebounds. Alex Barcelo um, continues his strong play, 22 points. Uh, for LMU, the Lions, Eli Scott's career comes to an end. Obviously, with a losing record, doesn't have a chance uh, for the LMU to play in one of the other postseason tournaments. But 24 points, 6 rebounds in his final game. Joe Quintana, 12 points, only 1 of 6 from the three-point line after 8 made threes in their first-round game to begin the WCC tournament. But uh, LMU was 3 of 15 overall from 3, and that's what I said uh, in yesterday's episode was if LMU was going to pull the upset, they were going to have to knock down threes. They were not quite able to do it. So they will advance. BYU will advance uh, to play USF in the second uh, game that was played yesterday. University of Portland, a, as I called it, I said they would beat the Toreros. They did. They continued their, their good play as of late. 73-55 win. Moses Wood with 25 points. 8 of 16 from the three-point line. For the Toreros, Jace Townsend had 17 points, 8 rebounds. They struggled just like LMU from the three-point line. They were actually 3 of 20 from three. And I also said yesterday if San Diego was going to win, they were going to have to shoot really well from beyond the three-point line because that's one area that they struggled throughout the season. So um, BYU advances, University of Portland advances, setting up the quarterfinal games, BYU versus USF. This is a intriguing matchup because uh, BYU firmly on the bubble. USF top 25 in both the net and the Ken Palm. They pass the eye test, but if they lose to USF, um, they may find themselves on the bubble come Sunday. So um, the two teams played earlier this year, they split those. The first one in San Francisco, BYU won 71-69. to Alex Barcelo uh, had 14 points to lead the way in that game. USF struggled from three, only three of 23 from beyond the arc. Jamari Bouye had 19 in that one. Uh, Khalil Shabazz had 14 in that game. Um, on the return game, San Francisco goes to Provo in the Marriott Center. They beat BYU pretty handily, 73-59. Um, they dominated them on the glass, 45-37. to um, They had three players, US, USF did, in double figures. Um, and for BYU, Alex Barcelo had 25 points. Um, they got to the free throw line, but they were only 12 of 25 from the free throw line. Not typical. Um, for a BYU team to struggle at the line like that. But when I look at this game tonight, I see the keys. For USF, you've got to knock down threes. You saw it in the first matchup. They only went three for 23. Uh, that can really kind of loosen BYU's defense a little bit, but it's also because uh, USF shoots so many threes. If, if they get hot, they can really extend the lead. If they're struggling from three, um, you know, they will keep shooting uh, because that's that's what they're built on, their philosophy is. Uh, and for BYU, I think they got to compete on the glass. Traore is a great rebounder. Caleb Lohner has shown 
that he can be a great rebounder at times, but it's it hasn't been a typical BYU team on the glass this year. My prediction, my pick, I'm going to go with USF. Um, I, I think they're they're playing really good basketball. They know if they win this game, that's going to lock up uh, an NCAA tournament bid, or at least I think that's probably the message to them. They're going to get a heck of a test from BYU, knowing that BYU their backs are completely against the wall to use an overused cliche, but BYU um, has got to get this win to keep any chance alive. Uh, in the second game, University of Portland, the upstart against Santa Clara. They only played one time this year. Santa Clara won 102 to 89. Joseph Vrankic had a 30 point night to go along with seven assists for the big. PJ Pipes had 23. Jalen Williams had 14, and they were 14 of 25 as a team from the three point line. Um, the Pilots, on the other hand, they had a great balance that night. Five in double figures, um, which um, obviously shows you the versatility that Shantae Leggins wants to play with. They don't have any true standouts. They want to kind of space it, share it, move it, and see which guy uh, on any particular possession or stretch has a mismatch. But for University of Portland, I think the key is to, to lo- limit Vrankich. As I said, he had a big game against them a couple weeks ago in the regular season. Uh, they don't necessarily have a ton of size, and Brankich is a versatile four. He can post, he can score down low, he can step out, create some issues. So Portland's got to really limit him. And for Santa Clara, three's a plenty. They made 14 of them in that first game, as I mentioned. Um, if they can get hot, which they can, because Brankich can shoot it from beyond the three-point line. Keyshawn Justice, who we haven't mentioned, he can hit it from beyond the line. Uh, P.J. Pipes, as well as Jalen Williams, can get it going as well. So my pick... I think the, the the road ends here for University of Portland Pilots, but it's been a great first year for Shantae Leggins. I've got Santa Clara moving on. So uh, should be a great night of basketball in the WCC. The other thing to watch um, when this is released, the game will probably be over already, um, but Coach K's final home game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. It's a special place. I've been able to be there twice. Once uh, when I was with the University of Washington Huskies during a practice in the NCAA tournament, we practiced at Cameron Indoor, had a chance to call one game on Westwood One Radio a season ago uh, with no fans. But Cameron's a special place. Coach K is a legendary coach. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, thanks for joining.